today on CityCast Denver. Casa Bonita has been closed for 20 months, and fans have been worried about what's to become of our beloved Mexican village in a strip mall. There were these stories of employees not getting their last paychecks, and the owners filed for bankruptcy. Then Trey Parker and Matt Stone swooped in and announced that they were using some of their South Park money to buy the beloved landmark. Congratulations! Oh my god, congratulations. That's awesome. It's such a great day. It's such a wonderful day. We did it. Some people were excited, but personally, I was worried. What would they change? What would become of the Casa Bonita we've known and loved for more than four decades? But we we also know that there's a lot of people in Colorado that have been working on, you know, that love yeah. Casmanita and working on, you know, and so we're, we're excited to work with everybody and, and make it the place we all want to make it. Last week, we got news that Matt and Trey had made their first big move. They hired an actual chef, an award-winning chef who is known for her culinary expertise and excellent Mexican food. But who is she? What are her plans? And what will become of the molten plastic cheese, dried out rice, and refried bean spackle that Casabonita is known for? Monday, November 22nd, 2021. I'm Bree Davies, and this is CityCast Denver. I get a closer party because people is coming and I'm like, ugh. Dana Rodriguez owns and operates two excellent restaurants on Larimer Street, Super Mega BN and Working Class. And she was working on a new mezcal bar, Cantina Loca, in Highland, when she got a call from Matt and Trey. Dana Rodriguez, welcome to CityCast Denver. Thank you. Can I ask how you connected with the South Park guys? I mean, this is so interesting because I've been telling everybody, you know, like, I apply at Casa Moneda 20-something years ago and they don't hire me. So when I get the phone call... I, you know, I usually get a lot of phone calls for uh, catering, for the restaurant or whatever. I have three places. So I thought it was just like a holiday party or something and someone just calling me. So I'm like, ah, hello, I wanted to see what's that about it. And they tell me, oh, we have something for you to interview with those guys to see if you're interested to do the food at Casa Bonita with Matt and Trey. So I just literally look at my phone and I'm like, this is going to be a joke. Like, no, I don't think so. And I, you know, I'm, I don't have much social media, but I he- hear the news that they're buying the ha- the Casa Bonita. So I kind of started thinking like, well, maybe it's true, but I kind of hesitate at the same time. Um, but yeah, it was a phone call and then it made me so excited. And I said, yeah, let's go for Let's go for the interview. And then everything is moved so fast after that. I meet those guys and they're amazing. And it's just something like crazy in my life right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so did you did you cook for them or had they just had they heard about your wonderful restaurants? I'm sure they heard about my restaurants. You know, they 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 are uh, people from Colorado and they always and the news and they always read it and you know, see things around. So I'm sure they know about it. But yes, that's one of the things after the interview, when we talk, that was the next step. We they wanted to taste the food. And I'm like, absolutely. I was so excited. Yes, to meet them. You know, I'm just like, even if I don't get this job, I'm like, 
fuck yeah, I can see, I, I meet those guys. So I was so excited and I was kind of nervous and I'm like, oh my God, I don't know how they are or all of those things. So yeah, um, I say we can cook at Super Mega Bien right before we open for service. So, you know, we have a little bit of time to taste and talk and all of that. And as I was bringing the food in there, eating, they're like, yeah, this is great. And I'm just like, okay, I hope that means yes, it's good. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> so that was that was very exciting just to get to know them and also just to see that they are real humans. You know, when it comes like, let's interview, let's taste, and let's talk about how we can make something exciting. Yeah. And so you're obviously a busy person. You run multiple restaurants. Why did you want to take this on? You know, it's... I mean, working for those guys, I think anyone who has the opportunity would not take, would, would say, no, this is not the right thing to do. I'm about to open my bar. Uh, so I was already busy with that. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot of hard work to work behind the restaurants and my places that you can see here, they're pretty small, you know, 50, 60, 80 seats for the most. But we can do 500 people a night in these little places. So when I hear that, I say, okay, how many meals we have to do there? That was my first fear, you know, because I like yeah. to make things in my own way. And I know some things take a little bit of time and all of that. So it was a fear behind me, but I say, I absolutely can do it. Like I can make anything uh, that you you put me as a challenge you know, Casa Bonita is an iconic place in Colorado. And I'm from Mexico, so I'm like, I, they never have, like, the real Mexican good food. Right. So I'm like, this is the opportunity to, you know, I always say my business and everything that we create are just a platform. So you can do employments or you can do nonprofits. And you use all of those things for that. So I'm like, oh, my God, having good food there that people can go to have an entertaining, to have a great drink, and now to have a good food. This is like a dream come true. Like, hell yeah. So <laughs> I was so excited to be part of that. Again, a little bit afraid and kind of scared. But at the same time, it's like, we got this. Like, this is this is going to be amazing. Dana, you're making me feel so much better about this already. I just want you to know there was this fear like, oh, gosh, it's going to change. But um you know, you're making this great point. You're kind of bridging that Denver, Mexico gap that was there. You know, it's it's obviously a, a fictional place, but if you can bring some elements to it that really elevate the food and, and I I think that it's I'm so excited now just talking to you. You know, one of the things I was talking to one of the people that there, you know, people used to go there for years and years and years. One of the comments that people say having a shitty food there that was part of the whole thing, right? right? And I say, I agree. That was part of the, you know, being on the line for many hours and waiting with your tray on it and the food get cold and then you get a seat and you see the entertaining, so you forget about the food and everything. And I say, that's one thing. Another one is like, it wasn't really, really good food. And sometimes people don't feel good after next day or whatever. So I say, that those things can change. You know, especially these days now, people is very careful about what we eat, what we drink, sustainable food, sustainable drinks, and all of that, I say, and it's just like a culture that I created in 20 years here at, in Colorado. You know, it's just cooking good food. It's not fancy. It's just quality food. 
something I've been curious about is that we don't really see the kitchen, the actual kitchen as customers. You know, there's the window where they used to make tortillas. It's been kind of empty. And then you walk along this line and then food comes out of a hole in the wall. So have you seen the kitchen? Is it, what are you working with back there? Oh my God, yes. So I, I started, I, I don't know, maybe like three weeks ago, yes, to see the building. And it's a massive kitchen. You know, my restaurants are like these little uh, 12 foot hoods. And when I see that, I'm like, holy shit, I get lost into that place. <laughs> and, you know, there are some people that they are there since they opened 1974. Some of the employees are there for that long. So I asked him, like, what is that piece of equipment? How do you use it? What used to do there? It was <laughs> things that I don't ever see in my life. And I'm like, holy shit. Well, now we're <laughs> going to actually have a good ovens and a good uh, equipment. So we're going to do everything efficient, you know, very efficient and keep the quality. And part of that, I wanted to show a little bit more, like, my restaurants are always open kitchens. People get really into see and watching like what is people doing for me and when you make your drinks and all of those things are important. So we're going to do a little bit of that. The tortilla, like you're going to make it, I'm going to make it big. So I'm going to have all the girls making everything. So when you're getting into the line, everything is back to normal. Everything is going to be house made and people are going to be able to see what with their eyes, what they're eating. So that's going to yeah. be one big improvement. And, you know, I think when we think about better and fresher ingredients, that can sometimes mean it's going to cost more. Is that an issue you've been thinking about? The reality is, like, we have that idea because sometimes we shop, like, Safeway, King Supers, Sprouts, and then we have Whole Foods. Sometimes stores that they don't have a big name have a really good quality produce without overcharging. So we wanted to do the same thing. We're going to bring all the quality. It's the reality. It's a, it's a big place. More you order, cheaper it gets. But you're going to be able to use it fresh and keep cooking every day. We're going to make that a factory. You know, I always watch the movie when it's like the chocolate factory uh, thing. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's what we're going to be doing. We're just going to be cooking and cooking. And it's going to be 24-7, yes, people all you know, all the time they're working and it's going to be amazing. Yeah, I'm excited. I think it's it's interesting. Like I said, you don't see the kitchen. So that's an interesting part to me is like, are you guys planning on opening it up more? Or are you just thinking of that window where the tortillas are made? We're going to keep the line for sure because that's part of the history. People like to be online. It's going to be probably more yes. exciting and everything is going to be clean. You know, like ceilings and floors and carpets and the pool and all of that. Everything is going to stay. You know, we've been trying to tell people, you know, we're changing nothing and improving everything. Those guys have the ability to... to put things in a better way. So I wanted to keep the line. There are areas that you're going to see the people cooking and prepping, and you're going to see your food in front of you when we're plating. Maybe I'll be there asking you, do you like chili? Do you have enchiladas? Do you like pozole? Like, you know, it's going to be more interaction with the customers. So they start falling in love as soon as they get into the line. So are there... Are there old recipes? Like, do you, have you seen how they made what they made? I think that's the one thing is people, there are people out there that like the food, but. Over the, <laughs> over the time, things change, right? Like everything else. So when we're doing the cleaning and taking everything, all the equipment and everything, we find little pieces, like literally like good pieces. And then it has like a 
paper on top and then kind of like they seal those and those are the recipes. Oh, so the recipes are like laminated in pieces of paper. When people try to change something, you can see like the little scratches, like they try to change like a number, maybe to make it bigger. So they keep all of that as part of the history. I mean, I'm sure in the beginning they used to do some prepping and then things change and then, you know, they stopped making the tortillas there and then all of that. I mean, over the time, you know, um, I mean, it's a big challenge to have a big place like that. Yes, with the maintenance, with the labor, with the, yeah. yes, the whole production, right? So I think what I wanted to learn is put all those recipes together, you know, and keep the names, keep the, you know, they used to go for the enchiladas. That's one of the things I always say. The day that they don't hire me, I say, God damn it, I can make better fucking enchiladas. I was so mad. Because you original 20 plus years ago when you came to Colorado, you applied you applied to be a dishwasher at Casa Bonita. Because I just moved from Mexico, right? And that was a thing we always look for, a familiar mm. concept, you know, Mexican restaurant or whatever. So, um, yeah. yeah. But I think now I can say I can make those recipes on my own way. I'm going to do the sauces from the scratch. We're going to do the tortillas in-house. We're going to bring the, be- the best cheeses that we use in Mexico. So when you taste it, it's going to be a great enchilada. It's maybe the same name because we wanted to keep it that way. We want people to go back for all the reasons that they used to, but now in a better way. I, it's funny. So I have a five-month-old boy, and I'm thinking he's never going to experience the bad food at Casa Bonita. He's only going to know this <laughs> wonderful version. And I kind of love that. This is a next chapter for for Casa Bonita. And the sopapillas are going to be there. So, Oh, yeah. What's going on with that? That I mean, that was like the one thing people said wasn't bad. But are you going to still elevate that, make that your own thing? I get all new equipment. So it's going to be, you know, the machines are better. We're going to use their recipe. I respect that a lot because I love them. They're delicious. I'm going to probably do a little things extra. You know, I do my own like dulce de leche and other things that you can add it to it, but I'm not changing anything for what it was. And that is the beauty of what we, those guys trying to do, you know, Matt and Trey, they try to keep everything. The way that people used to love that place is going to be the, the, the best. And you know, but with more customer service, with more like beautiful, clean. Yeah, just clean it up a little. Yeah. So it's going to be, uh, uh, the all and the best. (laughs) Do you have kids? I have three daughters. They are adults now. I have uh, grandkids. I have my granddaughter. She's seven. My grandson is two. Oh, they'll be perfect age to go to Casa Bonita. I, when I I text my daughters the night before we we release the news, so they are like, "Mom, what the hell? Why you don't tell us anything?" <laughs> and I text them the next morning and I say, "I'm gonna take my grandkids over there to see the old one and then the new one when it's ready." He said, "What about us? We're." You're kids, and I'm like, no, you're adults. You're 26 years old. Like, I'm going to take my babies now. Well, Dana, thank you so much for taking some time to talk to me and, and sort of calm my fears about Casa Bonita. I'm so excited now. Thank you. I appreciate you. Have a good day. And here's what else is happening in Denver today. There hasn't been much reason to celebrate at DIA with all the recent reports of massive delays at the TSA line. But this weekend offered an exception. After months of negotiations, 350 janitors went on strike Saturday morning. With the holiday travel rush looming, their employer, Flagship Facility Services, caved by Saturday evening. 
They agreed to a $4 an hour wage increase over the course of a new three-year contract. And the striking janitors and organizers with the SEIU Local 105 brought out the brass to celebrate. That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell a friend about us? Rate the show wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. See you later. Oh my God. Oh, I can't believe there's not a podcast devoted to Casamita. If there is, someone should let us know. But I mean, if they had like some insight into the lore and how, you know, you could make it really, it could be really interesting.